Hello and welcome to From No Crypto to No Crypto. This is Blockchain Wayne bringing you another cryptocurrency podcast. Today's episode is brought to us by CoinCierge Club, mobile private key wallet, point of sale solution. CoinCierge Club makes purchasing easy, safe, and overall process more efficient while costing less, helping to make cryptocurrency mainstream. All right, let's see what's going on in the market today. Looks like a lot of action if you're watching it, but not a whole lot if you weren't. So first thing we saw was a severe drop when Bitcoin dropped from around the 6350 mark down to 6100 with the bears in control. And then within the same hour, we saw the bulls take control back as many people appeared to think that Bitcoin around the 6100 price point was extremely attractive, I guess you could say. Of a comeback. So what you what happened was you saw Bitcoin drop sharply down from 6,300 to 6,100, and within about 20 minutes of that, shot back up to 6,500. Now 6,200 was a key a key area for Bitcoin to hold support. Typically, breaking that 6,200 on the downside meant we were down for further further uh, falling, but doesn't look like that's the case as Bitcoin quickly rebounded. Uh, so, like I said, if you missed it, you probably think it's been a boring day as we're looking at the coin, the total crypto market cap right now, right at 200 billion. Very, very close to being flat to where we were 24 hours ago when I recorded my last episode. But it is, it does look like there was a lot of action, just didn't play out a lot. So, most cryptocurrencies over the last 24 hours are either slightly up, slightly down, 1% or less. So, not a whole lot going on in the long term. There are a few that are still pumping out strong numbers. Bitcoin dominance is still sitting at 55.37%. All right. So that's, that was some crazy action today. Now you could have taken advantage of this and I've mentioned this in a past episode. So the CNBC reverse indicator. Now this is not an actual technical analysis tool, but it's something that's been joked about throughout the crypto market. Anytime CNBC makes a prediction about crypto, you can typically do the opposite and come out as a winner. So yesterday, CNBC tweeted that they expected a move back towards 7,000. So what happens next? As usual, the opposite happened. Bitcoin dropped all the way down to 6,100. If you would have either been shorting or looking to buy on the dip, you definitely uh, scored big on that CNBC reverse indicator. Now, that's not an actual indicator yet. I'm just waiting to find a website that has created a tool that they call the CNBC reverse indicator because their history is actually pretty consistent if you do the opposite, if you trade the opposite of what they say to do. So that is going on with CNBC indicator. So uh, let's take a look at what's going on in the crypto news and see what's going on. So CEO of Shapeshift, Eric Voorhees. Shapeshift is a popular cryptocurrency trading platform has basically stated the bear market of Bitcoin is crucial for building market foundation and infrastructure. Now he's explained, he's explained here's he quoted as saying, bear markets are for builders, the calm, the quiet, the disillusionment, while the fickle and fair weather peered around with nervous insecurity, the builders become the market's foundation, preparing the mortar and stone of tomorrow's towers. Now I'd have to agree with this. We see a lot going on in the tech space around crypto. Sure, we're in a bear market. We're in a downtrend still. We haven't broken that downtrend just exactly yet. But what's happening underneath the surface is very strong for Bitcoin. Now in Bitcoin's history, every time a crash like this has happened, 
And keep in mind, this is the lowest percentage drop of all of the Bitcoin crash uh, bear trends. But what has happened is it shakes out a lot of the weak players, shakes out a lot of people that aren't going to make it. And the foundations are built, technology advances. And then we see when we come out, the new trend, the next uptrend is very much stronger than the prior. So something to be excited about in this bear market. All right. So Fidelity has announced today that they're looking to jump in the game. So Fidelity Investment CEO Abigail Johnson has talked about the company. Uh, she stated the company is working on a number of cryptocurrency and blockchain related products and offerings with their release tentatively fixed for some time before the end of the year. A lot of people were saying this, this Bitcoin bear market, this crypto bear market will end sometime towards the end of the year and we'll see huge gains again. This would be perfect timing. Uh, now, speaking about the Fidelity's plans for the space, Johnson has been quoted as saying, we've got a few things underway, a few things that are partially done, but also kind of on the shelf because it's not really the right time. We hope to have some things to announce by the end of the year. So the announcement is going to come as welcome news. Many people in the crypto market are looking for large inst institutional investments. We continue to enter the crypto space. Uh, now, you know, the news article that I, that I got a lot of this information from, they're saying that hasn't taken place yet, but I think under the scenes, a lot has happened where a lot of institutional investment money has entered the crypto space. It's just not been made public yet. And we will see that is what's going to come out over the next few months, I believe. So in a market cap still below 300 billion, despite uh, pub publicity and investment sentiment, Fidelity has consistently been one of the few large firms that repeatedly and openly signaled its interest. So interesting to see how this plays out with Fidelity. All right, so real quick, Coinbase is also back in the news. Today, they hired LinkedIn's head of analytics and data science. So that's kind of interesting when you think about it. LinkedIn, a very large social media platform geared around business, Coinbase is hiring him as their head of analytics and data science. It's a huge move, a huge scoop up for Coinbase, and we're going to see where this hire takes us. We may see some, you know, some benefits from this over the next 6 to 12 months in both the way Coinbase operates their user interface could possibly be uh, streamlined, maybe made a little bit better, or who knows what could happen from there, but that is some bullish news there. All right, so next up, last and not least, but in our crypto news today, CryptoKitties is back in the news. All right, so CryptoKitties, if you remember, we've talked about this in an early, early episode. CryptoKitties is an Ethereum-based uh, non-fungible token, which is which allows you to create a likeness of, of in this case, in a, kid, a, a cat. And many people have sold those cats, the highest cat selling for as much as $100,000. They're unique. They're on the Ethereum blockchain and there's sole ownership. Multiple people cannot own the same crypto kitty. Uh, it is part of what's called a decentralized app. You also hear that as dApps. Now dApps are, are touted as being very huge for the future. Of, of applications, but right now, we most apps, dApps, or should I say, have less than 500 users. CryptoKitties being the same, about 500 active users, not a lot of volume going on, but we are in a bear market, so who would want to sell their CryptoKitty when Ethereum is down so much as well? But what, what, uh, what has happened is a third-party company has created an app called Kitty.Cred, that's K-I-T-T-Y dot K-R-E-D that allows users to make crypto tokens using their CryptoKitties likeness. You've got a popular CryptoKitty, you can make tokens, set a supply on it, and you know possibly sell those tokens 
And that is just one example of how a decentralized app can be used. You can use the API across multiple platforms, whereas typically what you see in normal apps is there's very little user interface from app to app. So that's going on. What does that mean? Not a whole lot right now. Remember last episode, we talked about the Los Angeles Dodgers baseball team is going to be the first sports team to give away a non-fungible token, which is going to be a crypto collectible as well, similar to CryptoKitties, but it's going to be a digital bobblehead of certain players that they have that they're giving away actually at a baseball game on the 21st. That's right around the corner in Los Angeles. So if you're in the area, you should stop in at that game. The first 40,000 fans will get that crypto collectible. All right, so let's take a jump. Look into crypto education today. So today I'm going to talk about two different topics uh, that are kind of tied together, but very important and really kind of struck a nerve with me. Looking at some things today, a couple of different topics on social media that really got me thinking, what, you know, what do we need to do? So both of them are around security and protecting yourself. What does that mean? One, we're going to, one topic I'm going to talk about very briefly is called account security. Now, I've talked about this in the past, but I wanted to touch on this. And then also, I want to talk about a lot of the crypto scams that are out there. Uh, there's a lot of scammers that are preying on the fact that cryptocurrency is a fairly new space. Not a lot of people really understand it or know what's going on. And these scammers are preying on people's ignorance. So I'm going to give you some examples of that. Even going to share some screenshots on the Facebook page later today that I've got from different accounts today that's on social media, just promoting blatant scams as it is. So if you see those accounts, make sure you flag them, report them as scamming, especially if they ask you for money. Uh, but what we're going to look at today, let's start before we get to the scammers, let's talk about your security of your crypto account. So private keys, whenever you create an account, whether it's a wallet or an account, typically, you will get be given a backup key, especially on decentralized platforms because decentralized platforms, there's no customer service line you can call and have them reset your password. If you forget your password, you are your own customer support and the fact that they give you private keys. It's typically around 12 to 16 random words that are generated as your backup key. And what you can do is you can use that to restore your account if you forget your password. So that's the first thing. So let's talk about where do you store those? Those private keys should never be stored in your email, right? Emails are prime time opportunity. When most people you hear about their accounts getting hacked, whether it's a bank account, crypto account, that typically starts with the email address. The email is hacked and that allows you access to any of the accounts because most password resets, where do they go? To your email. And if you're storing these private keys in your email, guess what the hackers just got a hold of? And you know, back in the peak, back in December, I basically heard an, when Bitcoin was right around the time Bitcoin was hitting 10,000, I heard a story, a friend of a friend who had a crypto wallet. It's a digital wallet with a backup key. And his email was actually the one that was hacked. And he lost 10 Bitcoin in that hack, not because they hacked his, 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 his crypto wallet, but they hacked his email account and he had his backup key stored there. Now at the time, just do the math, 10 Bitcoin, right when Bitcoin was around 10,000 a pop. That was right at $100,000 loss for not protecting your private keys. Now, what I suggest, a couple things. One, always keep a physical copy of those backup keys. Now, that could be in a notebook or a file. Uh, in my case, it's a notebook in a safe, right? So you want to make sure you keep that safe. I keep multiple copies of mine in multiple places just in case something happens. I have a way to get to the other one. Uh, also, uh, two-factor authentication is very important. If you have an account and it allows you to set up 
two-factor authentication, you want to go through that setup. Now, you can do it a couple of different ways. One of them, not quite as secure as where they text you a code every time you log in. That's not quite as secure because we've heard instances of people having their phone numbers cloned. So then that person will get access when you get text that backup key or the, the two-factor authentication. Two of the most uh, widely used ones are the Google Authenticator app, which allows you to scan a QR code to sync up with the Google clock. And every 30 seconds that code changes. The only way you can do the only way you can access account is if you have that code. Now with Google Authenticator, you want to make sure you write down your backup key that they give you when you create each Google Authenticator private key. Because every time if you lose a phone or it, if you lose a phone, it gets stolen, lost, or cracked beyond use and you can't reset it from your phone, you need to have that backup key to be able to restore to take off the two-factor authentication and reinstall it on a new phone. Other than that, there's also an app called Authy, which is very similar, but in the same way with Authy, you can, you can actually switch phones without having to remember your backup keys. I just find from a security standpoint, Google two-factor authentication is one of the best ones. So remember that, write down your backup keys. The other thing is make sure you're using a very strong password, something that can't easily be guessed. I mean, if, if you graduated from high school in a certain year and your password is your, your former high school's mascot and the year that you graduated, that's not really a secure password. Sure, it might be easy for you to remember, but that is also a way to get hacked. Pick something that is random. Make sure you use special characters, pound, pound sign, ha, you know, hash sign, dollar sign, whatever it takes just to mix up the password. That way it gives you another level of security where a simple password uh, generator could not crack your password very easily just by picking a few options. So the other thing you want to think about, so what happens to you, to your crypto, if something happens to you, you're right. We hear about many people who are, you know, who, whenever they pass away or something happens to them, their family has access to their funds through a will, you know, crypto is a little different because you have to have the backup keys. So make sure you have a plan in place for that. Read a story over the last week or so where there was someone who had a huge, huge crypto wallet, passed away, really no next of kin, and that crypto could possibly be lost forever unless somebody comes across, across his crypto keys. So make sure you have a plan what's gonna happen, to, what's gonna happen to your crypto if something happens to you. Make sure you, even if it's just having those backup keys stored somewhere to where you can get some information, you know, if something happens to you, someone can take that information and use it to be able to access your accounts and be able to get what you need putting it in a will is not necessarily a bad idea either. Maybe leaving access to the accounts as the value changes wildly, but you can also decide how you're going to leave those accounts. Personally, I thought about leaving uh, maybe some kind of a scavenger hunt using my private backup keys where turn it into a little fun, you know, a little laughing, you know, after I'm gone as far as what happens with it after that. All right, so let's take a second also, and I want to touch on crypto scams that are going on both on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you know some of these are quite obvious. I mean, these guys are posting, in some cases, ladies, you know, they're all fake accounts. If you look at their history, they were all created recently, have very few posts. Most of them are offering huge returns. If they're talking to you about, we'll do binary options trading for it. Let's put it this way. If they want you to send them any kind of cryptocurrency, to do what they say is mining, or they're gonna trade for you, they're gonna trade binary options, and I know that's not necessarily crypto, but they're just lumping everything together, preying on people's ignorance. 
don't buy it. Don't send your money to anybody you don't know, anybody you don't trust, or any company you haven't actually vetted to see if it is legit. The other big red flag had one today. Guy basically tell me Bitcoin mining, if I'm familiar with Bitcoin mining, because I can send him my Bitcoin and he can double it in 24 hours. Now, anybody knows anything about mining knows that is not true. You cannot guarantee those big returns like that. Typically, to get a return on your investment in crypto mining, you're looking at six to nine months. Just, just on a good note, to get a return on your investment, but mining is a long-term play because after you recoup your initial investment into mining, then you will start to earn. Now, I would recommend if you're interested in mining, look up what you need to do to set up your own machines at your own house, run them on your power. Many of the crypto mining machines, especially from Bitmain, have dropped drastically in price. But really just be aware of that. People that are posting uh, flashing money or Bitcoin or, or screenshots of huge Bitcoin deposits into a Bitcoin address. Guys, most of that is Photoshop. It's not real. I was looking at one today. Uh, he was showing that he had received one Bitcoin to his wallet that just got paid back from a mining program. But it said in the screenshot that the value of that Bitcoin was $11,000. Looking at the history, that tells me that 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 picture is at least six to eight months old, if not older, uh, could possibly even be from December. So be aware of what's going on with crypto scams. Don't ever send your money to people. A lot, a lot of mining companies out there are coming out of the woodworks. Make sure you do your due diligence on the company, especially if you're in the USA. I've yet to see a mining operation in the USA that can not be considered an unregistered security. The only difference is some have been flagged. Some have not. We saw this week the CFTC took some action against a couple of different companies, not necessarily both mining companies, but one company does mining, the other, and both companies did signals. that Those were iMarkets Live and Wealth Generators. And if you're familiar with Wealth Generators or if you haven't heard of them, they've been rebranded as Puvera, but they were basically you know, issued uh, severe deep fines. And I know I said CFTC earlier, but actually it's the SEC that issued fines for them for their programs, huge fines. You expect to see some kind of cease and desist letter coming soon or some kind of drastic change to their operation or some of these companies, they just pull out of the U S completely. So just be aware of what's going on in the crypto scams. When in doubt, if it sounds too good to be true, it possibly is your best way to increase your crypto holdings is to learn trading strategies, learn investing strategies, invest in programs that will teach you invest in your education and you control your money. Never send your crypto to somebody else to manage for you in the case of whether they tell you they're going to do mining or they're going to do trading. Uh, it is best to hold crypto in your own account than to send it to somebody you don't know. All right, so that's it for our Crypto Education Corner today. As mentioned earlier, all of the news articles we talk about in the market update, market news updates are posted on our Facebook page from No Crypto to No Crypto under the same name. So make sure you check it out. If you haven't given it a chance, give it a like and follow. Uh, if you click follow, it'll give you the option to select see first. That will make sure you see our, our post every time we see it on your timeline. Make sure you don't miss an update. Don't miss a podcast episode. And that is it for our episode today. Thank you for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.